Tonight, he was a high school coach and a security guard. We'll tell you about the person now charged with sexual abuse of a minor. Tackling tax issues, the Alaska legislature is looking at pos possible ways to ease what the marijuana industry says is an unfair system. And promoting the possession of firearms, why the Matsuburo Assembly passed a resolution encouraging residents to make sure they are armed and protected. A cold and frosty weekend for Alaska. High pressure holds in the cold. The forecast for you coming up. You're watching Alaska's News Source. Good evening. Alaska's News Source investigates has confirmed state prosecutors say a former Diamond High school coach who was also a security guard sexually abused a minor. Charging documents say that man who's facing the third degree charge is Kyle L. Brown. A warning now, the story has some graphic details in it. Investigative reporter Rebecca Palsha broke the story this afternoon and has updates for us now, Rebecca. The sexual abuse allegations prosecutors lay out that say that that man, Kyle Brown, who the Anchorage School District confirmed to me is a former ASD employee, sexually assaulted someone in their mid-teens. The documents go on to report a call with Brown, who is reported to have been born in 1994, admitted to having sexual contact with the teen multiple times. When police interviewed him, they say he admitted the first time was February of last year. Online court records say that Brown was arraigned in state district court this morning. The filing is only two pages. We are working to get more information, and I am in contact with the Anchorage School District, and we'll continue to follow this as more information is revealed. Rebecca Palsha, Alaska's News Source Investigates. Lawmakers in Juneau are working on legislation that would offer relief to the marijuana industry, whose members say they're being impacted by unreasonably high taxes in the state. Reporter Steve Kirch joins us now from Juneau with the latest. Passing unanimously out of the House and Labor Commerce Committee today, House Bill 119 seeks to reform how the marijuana industry is taxed after listening to testimony from members of the marijuana industry. Under the latest iteration of the proposed bill, the 50 cent per ounce tax imposed on cultivators who sell their marijuana to a retail store would re be reduced to $12.50 per ounce. That tax would then sunset on January 1st, 2025, at which time a 6% sales tax will be imposed on anyone buying products from marijuana stores. Now, I had the opportunity to talk to a Juno marijuana operator who spoke to lawmakers today about how the state's high taxes on the product are hurting businesses like hers. It's $50 an ounce tax. That translates to $800 a pound. If the going rate of wholesale cannabis sold to a store from my farm is $2,000, you do the math. It's not very much left over to pay for the lights, the water, and the people who grow it. The margin's pretty slim. Now, also speaking about proposed marijuana legislation, a proposed bill seeks to make the records of anyone 20 years or older convicted of a minor marijuana offense confidential. Representative Stanley Wright says the reasoning behind the proposed bill is that some people are being blocked from employment and from housing due to these minor offenses. Reporting live from Juneau, Steve Kirch, Alaska's News Source. The Anchorage School District today issuing a letter to lawmakers urging them to reconsider a version of a bill regarding education funding and the base student allocation. The House Rules Committee is hearing the revised education funding bill tomorrow at 10 a.m. ASD Superintendent Jared Bryan and President Marco Bellamy expressed concerns over a number of items in the new bill, such as transportation funding, teacher retention pay, 
and a move that would give the State Board of Education the power to approve new charter schools. Now, in the letter, ASD's leaders states that they appreciate legislators seeing the need for a permanent BSA increase, but that the $300 permanent BSA increase contained in this version of the bill would actually provide the Anchorage School District fewer funds than received in fiscal year 24 following Governor Dunleavy's budget veto of one-time education funding. Suzanne LaFrance is the latest to file for mayor today. The former Anchorage Assembly member filed her intent to run at the Muni Election Center this afternoon. Well, LaFrance joined six other candidates who officially filed to be on the ballot. There she is filing her paperwork this afternoon at the Muni Election Center down in Ship Creek, uh, surrounded by her supporters and friends. According to the municipal website, Bill Pop, Greg Kreck, Chris Tuck, Darren Colbury, Dustin Darden, and Nick Danger have all officially filed to run. A new Matsuboro Assembly resolution encourages residents to bear arms. The member behind that resolution... So we are all responsible for our own security. That's why Assemblymember Ron Bernier is encouraging Matsu residents to bear arms after that resolution was passed on Tuesday. I just want people to know where we're at in the, in the borough here. We actually care about people's safety. The resolution states how firearms contribute to personal safety and security. It also brings up the ongoing staffing challenges Alaska state troopers face in the valley. We do have multiple vacancies in the valley. The Department of Public Safety says right now the valley has 11 vacancies out of their 53 borough trooper positions. Commissioner James Cockrell says the borough could set up their own police force to help. I think it's time that they pony up and have their own police force. And not only Matsu Valley, it includes Fairbanks and the Kenai Peninsula. But despite the resolution bringing up the trooper staffing shortage, Bernier says their encouragement is specifically tied to wanting residents to step up and provide their own safety. I think it's the individual's responsibility to take care of themselves and their families. The resolution is also encouraging folks to brush up on their gun safety and have a proper understanding of it if they're going to own a firearm. In Palmer, Georgiana Fernandez, Alaska's News Source. All right, let's check out the weather situation. Sunny during the day, dropping temperatures as the sun sets. Meteorologist Jackie Purcell joins us now on this Friday night with a look at the weekend forecast. Yeah, I hope you're all ready to see some cold temperatures. They are going to materialize across much of mainland Alaska, south central included. So uh, right now we have seen a beautiful descent of that sun right into a nice evening. It's gone now, but uh, we are adding daylight about four and a half minutes at this point. Our highest temperature today, a very normal 22 degrees, but overnight lows, they were down to single numbers, even at Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport, four degrees when the normal is about 11. And check out some of those high temperatures and low temperature records for this date. 50 degrees from 1961, wow. And then 24 below in 1989. No snow for the Anchorage area, but we are at 87.7 for snowfall collected so far through the season. 16 degrees from Ted Stevens right now with winds out of the south at five miles per hour. But the single digits have shown up. Merrill Field, you're a nine. Eight degrees from Muldoon. We'll continue to see some of those winds flowing through the valley and they're going to pick up again by tomorrow evening uh, for that location but much of the region will continue to stay dry 
So, as you mentioned, Mike, sunny days, but brisk, cold nights. And a chance of precipitation, it doesn't really make it into the region. It just stays well to our south. So, high temperature tomorrow into the upper teens. It's overnight lows tonight, 5 to 15 below. For the east side, 0 to 10 in town. And that's generally going to be the range for the next couple of nights as well. All right, Jackie, we'll get details in a few minutes. Thanks. Still ahead tonight, mumps might be making a comeback. We'll tell you about a suspected case. Of You're watching Alaska's News Source. School activities and field trips were canceled at an Anchorage Middle School after the district emailed parents that someone is being tested for a suspected case of mumps. Joe Kadat joins us now with what a local health expert is saying about the virus as well as what ASD is telling parents and students, Joe. Mike, Maria, the Anchorage School District sent an email yesterday saying all Romig Middle School facilities, even the school buses, were being disinfected and that ASD maintenance and operations are all hands on deck. The district hasn't canceled school for the Romig and the Anchorage Health Department. They're saying that there has not been a confirmed case of mumps this year. The virus can be transferred by coughing, sneezing, talking, sharing water bottles, playing sports, dancing, or kissing. The CDC saying someone can spread mumps days before salivary glands swell. Mumps can affect the thyroid, the heart. It can affect the uh, neurological system like the brain. You can get meningitis or encephalitis from this. Uh, joint pain. Uh, there are a number of things that can happen uh, that could result in a hospitalization. The Anchorage Health Department says people with mumps should stay home and that the virus is vaccine preventable. We'll continue following developments with this tonight and through the weekend. Mike and Maria. Thanks so much, Joe. An exhibit in the Anchorage Museum was defaced yesterday. Someone, we're told, adhered vinyl stickers on a number of exhibition walls as well as furniture. The museum says, thankfully, no conservation efforts were needed after the stickers were removed by museum staff. The stickers were found on the MANA, the History We Inherit exhibition, an Alaska historical map, as well as on a non-exhibition wall. The artists of the defaced MANA Alaska exhibition released a joint statement saying in part, this serves as a reminder that as Filipino Americans, we need to take hold of our narratives and build platforms where our voices and communities are genuinely valued. In response, the museum released a statement saying in part, quote, we're deeply disappointed at these actions and cannot condone any actions that may damage ex exhibitions, public spaces, or the museum collection, which is held in the public trust to be experienced generations to come. We take this incident very seriously and remain committed to the protection and integrity of the cultural installations and artworks in our care. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcast from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska News Source app.